Yes, yes, yes. Good people. Welcome back to the Twitch F1 podcast. The new season of F1 has just kicked off today, lads. And yeah, welcome to you know the first our first live episode. And Victor, welcome. Mm-hmm. What, what are you man telling me? Good. Yeah, I'm all right, I'm all right man. I'm all right. Uh, there's a lot going on, obviously, but we'll get we'll get down to it. Discuss all of it. <laughs> therefore, they we're therefore having a lot of conversation in this. Um, yeah, guys, if you haven't already, make sure you just tune in and um, just follow and sub on Twitch as well. Don't forget to subscribe on Sarcasm City t- um, Twitch and YouTube, and also subscribe to the Sarcasm City Gaming. And on the YouTube, nearly oh, nearly um, 10k subs over there. So make sure he, if you haven't already, make sure you go sub over there as well. But Vic, I can't lie. This is the topic that I want to come want to have conversation with you first, but I don't know if you've been watching in lately. Um, but may, some people may might might um miss miss this topic about, but yeah, guys, spice girls ain't spice enough. So the reason why I say spice girls husband is because Mr. Christian Horner has been causing a controversial lately. Apparently, he was accusing of um, um, sexual assault to his um, to his of. Essay, yes, essay, essay, essay. Apparently, there's some bits of allegation that I guess Christian Horner is going on behind the scenes in the Red Bull camp. So, yeah, Vic, what are your thoughts upon it though this week? Um, yeah, man. When I um, when I saw it, when I saw it, I was a bit um. Yeah, I saw it. I was like, "Whoa, what's this?" I first saw, I first saw like something saying they lost an investigation yeah. against him. I was like, "Oh, what's what it could be against?" And then after after further reading and more that's come out, it looks like he's being done for acting um, inappropriate behavior in the workplace to um, a certain co- a certain coworker in the office, and basically it said a piece of power. So um, inappropriate behavior, eh? Have you seen the pics that I sent you on the Google Drive, though? Have you had a look? Yeah, at I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then it also got done for. Um, Hi. Also, yeah, it also been um, yeah, for inappropriate behavior as well. So, um, yeah, obviously something you don't want to see. Um, obviously, legally, he has kind of, but he has um, beat court his boss, his boss case. Mm-hmm. Um. Obviously, from what's been leaked to the press, and obviously now it's going to social media. I mean, it was a matter of, it was a matter of time before someone on Twitter got it. But um, what's what's been leaked? It doesn't look, it doesn't look like he actually has bus case. Like from what, from what everyone's seen, he's um he's very much still guilty. In, mm-hmm. Even in even yeah even in the eyes of the law, that's um yeah that's 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 very clear. Um, about what he's done and what he's doing, um, I'm sure people, most people, must have already seen. Um, some people must have already seen the the Google Drive, whatever the pictures and everything. Yeah, um, I, I know it's been leaked out there because I've already seen memes of the pictures that were on the things. So I know, he's, I know it's out there. I know people have seen it. So, um, yeah, I just I trusted Red Bull to do an appropriate investigation and get the right decision done. Look like. And I thought, oh, maybe they did because obviously we didn't know more. So I thought, oh, maybe you know they didn't carry out the right, um, the right um, investigation, the right process, and to get all the way down to you know 
to go to the bottom of this, but it doesn't just it sounds like they haven't. So um hopefully they don't revisit the case because now this is plain in evidence. I don't know, we don't even know if this evidence was being given to them in in there, so we don't even know what's actually happening. We don't know. Oh, we told that he went to court, he was done, and he's back. That's all we heard, but we didn't hear like what evidence was shown, the, the, the like what that means for him, what that means for the team. Um, even the way he spoke when he came back from um, where he spoke when he came back from, see, when he came yeah, well, yesterday, yeah, yesterday for practice, you can tell he was a bit, he was even a bit like um, on edge to what he was talking about. It doesn't sound like someone who's innocent, it might, it's me anyway. His body language is very off, so um. So yeah, uh, yeah. I just hope that Red Bull do the appropriate um, checks, investigation goals the way it should be, and yeah, and and they, and they reach the the correct decision. I must say the decision, but the correct decision. I don't feel like the decision made was correct. So obviously, I know he's CEO of Red Bull Racing. Obviously, the investigation has been done by um, Red Bull, like the, the drinks company itself. So like through like a yeah, so. Yeah, I just I they just have to carry out the right the right um investigation. I come to the right result. Exactly, and it was when I first when I first saw it, even before the testing start, um, they opened an internal investigation against the against the boss. After there was some serious complaints that apparently there was a claim that the allegation were extremely were there were extremely serious allegation against Horner, but. But he has been denied ever since, uh, be- even before the testing, and then it's not 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 yet known why he's being investigated up, up until now. And yeah. what my take on this is that um, it's kind of weird in some ways that number one, who's leaking that information that Google Drive to the public in the first place? I know it's anonymous, but who could it be? It could, well, it could be the ones that um, that has been against Christian Horner for, for a while that he's been treating unfairly by Horner in some ways in, behind the closed doors. But one thing I've realised as well since the start of the saga um, a couple of weeks back is how quickly where this app, especially where we live in, this, uh, um, in the social media era, to interpret rumours as facts. So since the beginning of the saga... Like the most credible sources that I've read so far just given us some limited information, nothing really that concrete of a detail showing that there's there were some kind of leaks to it in some way before the testing. So it's mostly just come from in that in no way, like let's say until further notice can be verified, but it's just running around presenting rumors that has been labeled as just that. But it could have some ramification in the future. Then I did it as well when I looked at the um, when the first I saw yesterday that um, the news broke out on the timeline that there was some Google Drive leaks to mm-hmm. even the anonymous send it to Google Drive links to the team principals, even team bosses within the FIA, the Stefan Dominicali. Mm-hmm. I understand the original concern of it, but there should be no praise for anyone that leaks information that comes from investigation that this serious because everyone wants to know that to every single piece of what happened in that um in that allegation however 
it's the same release that um information you want that as it means that oh you want to take down Horner that could where it could be him that put the potential victim of this entire saga at even more risk. So when they're mentioning names, obviously it's going to come out. How do you exactly expect them to move forward comfortably in life? Because they will no doubt be subject to potentially harassment, regardless of what it's contained within that file, you know? Because it's it's a no-no situation and it should not be encouraged or not. But whether you like it or not, none of us here are entitled to the information that is contained in that report and to pretend that if you do this ridiculously arrogant and show lack of concern, who's who's being impacted. So it is what it is, isn't it? Like, I'll never forget of life where underst- where people un- understand people who saw, like, female fans respond to initial of what happened yesterday without questioning them and then kind of, like, and paint them in a negative way for the concern because they would obviously have the have work I've heard us if that was an allegation was true, but yeah, man. Like, I don't want to get into kind of like technicality of the human aspect of things, but this this case will not far from over yet, in my opinion. Yeah, I think. Do you reckon? I think obviously someone who's not someone was not happy with the outcome of the investigation has probably leaked it so that the investigation does get reopened. Because I heard even she was even allowed to appeal the decision and mm. i think she has appealed the decision so i think i think i don't think someone was just trying to get down on i just think some i just think someone because whoever because whoever sent out those emails knows who they're sending out to like it's they didn't even send out to any journalists they sent out to journalists who were in bahrain at the time so they yeah. know they know the inside so someone who was the inside who knows everything who's probably part of the media team he sends emails to the journalist who sends like because obviously they all they all, have, they all have each other's emails. They all send emails to each other. They send journalists what they they'll send emails to journalists for what they want them to say in the articles about Red Bull or Mercedes or whatever. This this we all know this happens because it happens to football. Right? The teams and journalists talk. So it has to be someone inside. Maybe it could be her friend or someone that's inside who's leaked this information because they know that just the outcome of it is not the right outcome. So that she so that she can um, get justice for a result. Obviously, we don't know. We're just speculating. We're like, we're not there in the courtroom. We don't know what's been said. We're not there in the boardroom. But also the fact that Honor got Honor. Honor was even there for qualifying. He got called yeah. to a meeting. He's been in the meeting all actually all day really because we've not heard any anything back from the meetings. He's been, he had a meeting with the FIA and uh, a former on board, and we've not heard anything back from it. We don't even know where he is. We don't even know how the meeting went, or we don't mm-hmm. know if the meeting still going on. But there was a meeting. And yeah, let's say right now it's not looking good for him. It's not looking good. The thing is, um, you have to ask a question as well. Why, in cases like this, uh, a Christian Horner, a, a team principal at Repul, that we should speak out and then take the side of the victim as the first option, while there is still no official verdict? That's the problem as well. Um, and secondly, that the question you need to be asked as well, like for those who weren't aware of the Formula One's team situation, like the team manager responsible for the team that was accused of inappropriate behavior towards an employee. So again, like what's the difference between like kind of, um, I don't want to talk about moral ways, but it's just that for me, I don't really have that much of a th- deep, deep kind of like convo. Yeah, until until guilty 
um, until he proves guilty, he proves guilty. Like I've seen some, I've seen question like this. Like why would you cheat on the spy skill? You've done all these people, even ignoring the high profile instances. For example, like the casuals being disrespected, especially the females, pen, whether it's on here or off track. So to ju immediately jump to the defense, either side with no proof is wrong, but to do so for Horner is kind of like disingenuous in some ways. But let's say if we pretend it's all, if all cases such as, you know, if it, gets, if it goes one way and we use this kind of opportunity to point, to find kind of like the, the, the victim and then when, when many have been spoken the truth and received no justice, it kind of, it's kind of like, it's a bait in the day, but yeah, I have to be honest. I have literally no clue how this will go. Whether whether not Horner is innocent or anything further, if there is more to be revealed following the external investigation done by the Red Bull, the Red Bull, we will we will know. Um, we will know in the future. If not, then it ends there, you know. Because what I ask is that is that situation like this in the future be taken with the maturity and urgency that is deserved in the future. Yeah. Yeah, man, I, I I agree. Um, yeah, just have to write, just have to write a decision, just to set a precedent to everyone. Mm -hmm. I let everyone know that shit like this is isn't acceptable. So, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, they make the right decision. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's it, guys, for the first one. So moving on, Hamilton to Ferrari, twenty twenty five. I did warn you this last year, didn't I? <laughs> I did warn you this last year. What's Ferrari? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so guys if you're missing news so far i can't like there's so many so many um news uh, even the the quality starts you know there's some hamilton news there's some uh, resign of the gunter steiner as well but this one has come on a massive shock as well on a on a transfer deadline day that sir lewis hamilton will leaving mercedes after Nearly about 16 years alone spending in that company, even though even worked for McLaren, then he moved to Mercedes for the com company. And he would join partnering with Charles Leclerc in 2025 season. That this which this will be Carlos Sainz last season at Ferrari and also Lewis Hamilton last season at Mercedes. So Vic, I know you had a hard a rough time to dissect about it. So yeah, floor was all yours. Um, yeah, the news took me by surprise, and we took everyone by surprise. Just didn't expect that to happen. I can see happened. Um, yeah, after for the after like probably reading on it, um, when it happened, uh, I see why he went, I see why he's um, why he's trying to seize the opportunity. Um, I found it weird that he signed a contract in the summer and then. And then he's leaving straight away. Like he's had a clear guy contract in this in yeah, in the summer. Till 2025. I thought I didn't I, I didn't I thought it was until straight away. I didn't know it was like a he had a breakaway clause. Like could there was just it was a year plus is it a he extended for a year with the addition of another year. I thought he was just I thought it was just two years, but apparently it's just a, apparently it was um yeah, he had an option to get another to get another year in twenty twenty five. And he kind of broke away for that contract to sign for Ferrari. Um, Ferrari must have sold him something that was absolutely insane for him to leave everything at Mercedes. Where he's very comfortable as hell. Where literally this year they built the car suited to him. Everything. They literally said everything. Even George said everything Lewis 
everything Lewis wanted was what they built in the car. So it was weird that he left that to go drive Ferrari. But um, yeah, man, we'll just see 2025. What's a Ferrari? We'll see. Um, yeah, everything everything has happened. Um, Fred Vassar probably did play a massive factor in it. He probably did. Mm. But I, I bookmarked something to why, just like the inside story of why he left. Um, so uh, just to skip the boring bit. Um, at at that at that time, three years. So he wanted a three year deal at Mercedes. Did you watch that? Did you watch the drive to survive? Yeah, I've 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 about to get to that. So he wanted a three year deal at Mercedes. Mercedes gave him a one plus one year contract, which already was already looking a bit side eye to them, and then. As I was trying to survive, he told them that this car is going to be sh- the 2023 car was going to be shit, and they basically told to him he doesn't know what he's, does, he doesn't know what he's talking about. And then afterwards, they came to him and apologized and said, "Oh, sorry, yeah, you actually do know what you're talking about." Um, so he kind of, yeah, I'll, I'll get to that. Um, and he kind of, I guess he kind of rubbed in the wrong way, and he was like, and then he thought, oh, maybe he's losing his place here a little bit. Maybe his time here is a bit up. Um. You know, listening to him, all the stuff he kind of wants. And he was right about it. It's not like all the stuff he says wasn't right. He was right. Even though I told him he doesn't know what he's saying, that, that he doesn't know what he's doing, that obviously he's the driver, not the engineer, which I found pretty weird because he's literally a seven-time world champion. He's seen he, he's seen championship winning cars and he knows a championship. He knows a car is not a championship winning car when he sees it or when he drives it. So, yeah, that's pretty weird for Mercedes to do that. I don't know why they basically stepped on his toes that way. And basically, I'm trying to piss him off, but um, yeah, I guess they have pissed him off. He's gone to, he's gone to Ferrari. He's not gone to Ferrari. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he's trying to piss them off. I think he was given massive offer not only by Red Vasseur but also the president of Ferrari, John Elkan, because under the direct leadership of Elkan. Uh, he's been given like a multi-year contract that could exceed over 100 million euros that is include also a future role um as an ambassador and also an investment in the british driver uh society and the you know social media aspect um victor will be back guys so i will explain kind of kind of like um briefly enough that he's he'll become the most successful driver to join the most successful team in the history like because he was, it was in the past as well. He was reunited with the Fred Fasser. He's the, also the person that launched his career in F3 and then GP2 at, at ART Grand Prix as well in in, in those old days. Um, and and also don't forget the fact as well that Fred Fasser played that role, um, a return that to the top to the you know where Ferrari has to be. And Hamilton's arrival is also accompanied by a recent uh, poaching of a renowned engineer from Red Bull. So Ferrari basically are taking a big step to hire some of the Red Bulls, hire some of the Mercedes engineers to um, to hire them to get back to where they were, you know, because the last time they won a championship, what, since 2007, driving, driving and constructor championships. So... It's been nearly, it's been over 17 years now that Ferrari have won one since. So it's a leap that into unknown, like, because I feel like his timing at Mercedes, like, we cannot 
discount any of that. Uh, I have to give him credit at that time, even though I was jealous when he won that seven world championship tying that Schumacher. Um, I've no, I've no grudge against him whatsoever. Um, I welcome him to the family as well, like always does with other uh, other drivers that want to come to Ferrari. Um, and he can be that um, team player that can give Charles some inspiration, some advice, you know, uh, because Charles is still that young. Um, and Ferrari, if you look at, look at um, where they are right now, they will see Charles as the main driver at Ferrari. And I feel like with Lewis coming in um, next year as well, that could help him um, kind of comfort him in this in the Red Sea because with a very longer-term contract, and also Lewis competing at the highest uh, level, even though he's a 40-year-old man, still, man, um, I'm looking forward to this partnership in the, in the next year, you know. And also, don't forget the fact that um, we have seen a we have seen the era, best era before with good drivers like Senna, Prost, Hamilton, Alonso eras. I think Ferrari, um, Ferrari's deadline day shocker, is the most, the most, the biggest one out, out of yet. And every F1 driver can hope to find a seat at the highest level. While also, um, if you look at from the the F2 F2 um, class drivers like. Kimi Antonelli, Oliver Berman, Isaac Ajar, they, they can also have that dream to become lead drivers in this business. And we have that heritage at the end of the day. And yeah, man, like after after what happened to Lewis in three years ago when he was pissed off about that world championship against Max Verstappen. And at the Ferrari, the doors were will be open to an even greater for a legend like him, and which sanctifies him a re- hero forever when he when he, when he won that eight world title in in a in a red suit, so we'll have to see, man. I'm I'm looking forward to to this season and next year as well. Yeah, um, I'm looking for I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to seeing him. Um, Ferrari, I'll see I'll see how I'll see dynamic with him with him and Charles work. I know um, him and Charles are friends off track, but. When they're both teammates, that's a completely different story because we've seen that before that friends off track when they now become teammates, it's not always like it doesn't always it doesn't always it doesn't always end up the best. But yeah, I'm I'm actually I'm actually looking forward to see how this works. Um yeah, also Ferrari also said they will help um with his mission 44, his charity brand, his charity basically brand what he does help the community. I'm gonna say they didn't really want to give enough support as well, so I guess that's one of the reasons why you know he went to Mercedes to, to Ferrari. Um, I don't know why Mercedes would let that kind of talent go. Maybe they they're holding so much trust in Kimi that Kimi's going to be the next Verstappen that they might let you know another chance of them potentially winning a world championship or another world championship slip from the hands. So um, yeah, and they're putting all their faith, faith in George, George being the leader, and then. Kimmy, you know, kind of being that Verstappen kind of guy. But Kimmy, I don't think Kimmy is even going to go to the seat next year. Maybe like 2026, I think Kimmy will come in. Because he's, he's only 17. I don't obviously Max coming in at 17 as well. Mm. So. Okay. Yeah, but Kimmy, Kimmy literally, he skipped F3 and went straight to F2. So it's taken a while as well to adapt to that kind of pace. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how Kimmy does in F2. I mean, if Kimmy has an exceptional season in F2, I guess maybe he's just, especially if he wins F2 in his first season. 
I mean, you, have, you're, you can't even go back to F2 anymore. You have, you're supposed to get to find an F1 seat because once you win F2, like that's you out. Like you don't, you don't really, you don't really get to come back. So um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Just intrigued. I, I just want to get to 2025 now. Like, <laughs> like get over, get over 2024. Give the championship to Max. Even though, even though it's quite close, we'll talk about that later. Even though it's quite close, but like, just get, get to 2025, man. 2024 is already going to be a long season. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And yeah, guys, um, I can't lie. This will be the 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 season that we will never forget. I think this will this. I think the season, even though when I watch the testing a bit now, um, I kind of see the pictures. Um, in the bigger picture of things that I think it will be the same same case that Ferrari will will be there and there about um against the Red Bulls, but I think this year will be the closest one. Because right now we're gonna get into the classification the the quality for the Bahrain GP, the first race. Um the surprising package will be the Alpines dead last Ocon 19, Gasly 20th. Um other than that, I'm kind of shocked about Hulkenberg making it to the top 10. Um, I'll qualify Kevin Magnussen. Um, Lewis Hamilton is also at a, at a shocker as well in the ninth place uh, behind the two McLarens. And also Aston Martin, uh, Fernando, Fernando Alonso. Russell Russell was um, third as well, not far off behind Charles and uh, Verstappen as well. It's about, he's about three turns behind the behind pole. But yeah, as you can as you as you uh, may watch earlier, um, Max did pick up a toe in the in the last run uh, behind the McLaren. That's why. He, from, from he, McLaren. So, in the last run, so he picked up a toe um, in the in the in the long straight. So he picked up about three tenths um, faster in the, in the sector one, and then eventually he just carry on from there. So I, so, I don't. Wait, so Charles is going to get pole if without that toe? Yeah, that's the thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So. He picked up a toe, it because uh, w- the way that he went out, it was Verstappen first, and then two Ferraris behind him, and then Checo right at the end. So, yeah, what what do you think though so far? Uh, what you've seen from practice till now, what you can conclude here? Um, I think the Red Bulls are not as strong as what everyone thought they were. Um, do you think Red Bulls are still stronger still? Do you think Red Bull is the strongest, or they haven't showed up? Potential? I think they're the best car. They're definitely still the best car, but they're not. They're not. That, uh, they're not as far as they were before. Like they're not clear. Like even even um, the journalists as well. They were saying that that they're, that they're definitely not. They weren't as clear as like last year. You could tell how like last season, start of last season, you could tell how clear they were. Like they were clear, clear. But. Um, yeah. But this year, but this year they're not that clear. So, um, oh, looking up, bro, this practice, bro. It, um, even, even even when I when I saw the practice as well, like even though Ferrari and Red Bull were turning down the engine yesterday, I think I think Red Bull for me, even when I watched um, some some of the bits from yesterday, I think they're not the same from last season. You know, I think they're not. Because the same. see, my issue is yeah. I don't think the car is like slow. I just think they're they're trying to adapt to a new car. That's the issue. Because when they started 2022 off, 
with the card, it struggled a bit as well, but it was still quick. But it struggled. So I think they're just, they're just trying to get too used to the new car. Because remember, it's a brand new car for a championship winning car. I feel like if it was the same car for last year, but they like they massively improved it, then you can see like how much. <laughs> oh, sorry, you can see how clear they are of the rest of the grid. But but because um, but because it's a new car, they're, they're trying to adapt. It's same, which is literally the same in every other team, maybe apart from Ferrari. Ferrari's car is a little bit similar to last year, but it's just better. Like everyone, everyone, everyone is everyone is adapting to new cars and new surroundings and new everything. Um, he, someone was saying this that like it's not just a car. Like there's new parts, there's new styles of driving, there's new there's like there's new there's new everything when it comes to a new car for to adapt to. So maybe that's what they're trying to adapt to, or maybe the car is just not as quick. We don't know. It's literally it's literally the first race. You can't judge now. You can only judge like. At like maybe Australia. Hmm. Australia's the fourth round, right? Yeah. I think you can judge at Australia or China. No, third round. Sorry, third round. I thought it was fourth. I think China's fourth, right? No, Japan. I think Japan. No, China first and then Japan fifth. China where, sorry? China and then Australia and then China first and then Japan after. Yeah. By, by the Miami Grand Prix, we'll know how quick everyone's car is. Basically, by, by, by the man, by the man, we can't by the man, we can't pre. We're able to tell how quick everyone else cars. It's the first test. And Bahrain, and they said, Maxim said himself, Bahrain is specific to a specific track. So maybe that's that card will suit them. But we'll see the rest of the tracks because the other tracks are going to be very different. So we'll see which cars quicker and you know, whatever kind of track, what kind of track is first. Uh, every track will be different to see, every, every track will be different to kind of see how what. Other cars' strengths and weaknesses, but um, yeah, for Mercedes, you asked me about Mercedes, right? Did you? Yeah, what happened to Lewis though at the end? What happened, or is it more because I saw the sports yeah, he sacrificed more than for tomorrow? He, he changed, he stupidly, he stupidly changed the setup from yesterday because um, yesterday Mercedes were quick on one like one lap pace, like qualified. He basically did the Ferrari, so he was quick at qualifying, but his race pace was awful. So he thought he was trying to meet in between where his, his qualifying pace was good, but his race pace was good as well. But he he kind of he said he kind of he kind of paved too much to a race pace in the cell. So that's why he was so slow in qualifying, and that's why George was better because George because they both went a different way. Basically, they said right, I'll go this way to test for qualifying and race, and I'll go this way to test for qualifying race. And obviously, George's was clearly better because George finished. Like three tenths behind Verstappen, even though Verstappen had a toll, so maybe the, without the toll, would have been a lot closer. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll see tomorrow, man. We'll see. We'll see unknown, the race races. It's an unknown quantity as well. Like, I look at the race pace from yesterday. It's not a lot. Different though. That's the thing. Sorry, it's not a lot. Mercedes are quick. Mercedes are particularly quick in sector three, and our straight line speed isn't the drag in the car is not. It's not that bad. Cause last year we weren't even weren't even clocking 300 kpi in any truck. But now we're like clocking like three tens, three sixteens. Not kpi, sorry. That's performance index. Well, you know what I mean like kilometers an hour, like on the straight. We're, we're barely doing that last season, but now we're kind of we're kind of hitting down the straights. And um, yeah, Lewis is not, they're never going. The drivers are complaining about low straight line speed, no drag. The rear isn't snapping out as much as it was last year. 
Um, I said he's a more drivable car, but it managed it might it might not just as be as quick as Red Bull. But which is a good thing to base off of because last year they were trying to make the car drivable rather than working on performance. But now that the car is actually drivable, now they can properly work on performance throughout the whole season and bring adequate adequate up, upgrades to actually challenge for the top. So I do think this season is going to be the best. I feel like there's four contenders, maybe five. I feel like there's probably four main ones: Red Bull, Ferrari, Mercedes, and McLaren. Yeah, I know. Obviously, Aston Martin's there with, with Alonso, but it's just it's just Alonso. Stroll ain't gonna help him out, so it's just Alonso. Alonso can't do everything by himself. But I'm, it, it I'm would be. At, I'm looking at the timings. Yeah, look at the top yeah. ten. Like the top twenty at least covered by one second. That's crazy. But I think it's, I think this season will be the closest one out of here. Like even the top though nine, because. The top nine is like minus minus obviously Hulkenberg, who's um he should even be there anyway. But like um I even look at Snowden's time. Snowden's time is like his quickest time was like only nine thousand like nine tenths behind Max's. Mm. Like this is like this is hella close this year. Yeah. Um obviously obviously there's news that um Alpine will be the bottom. Because they said the car is literally the shittiest car they've ever made, like ever. I think the car the car that they have is, is overweight. There's just too many. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's what they're saying. They say it's like it's literally they're already they're already looking at reducing paint off the car. Like they say this is literally the worst car they've ever made ever. Like in the generation of like obviously when they were Renault and now the RP says it's the worst car ever. Um it said it's literally slow it's slow in qualifying or slow in the race. I've never heard that in my life. Like a car being that shit. So um it would just be them and everyone else. Um, but yeah, we'll just see tomorrow, man. See, I think Lewis will probably get a top five. It's probably because we're definitely cooking the McLarens. That I do know for a fact we are cooking the McLaren. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Look at this though from last year's improvement compared to this year. I think McLaren by far the most improving car. Even like out this time last year. This is from this is from this is the numbers that they conducted from last year. From, from Bahrain last year to Bahrain this Bahrain, year. Yeah, Bahrain last year to this year. Alpine hasn't barely improved, to be fair. Alpine has not improved at all. Alpine is probably the worst. Um, the, the, reason, the reason why McLaren has improved that much, yeah? Because mm. last year the car was awful. Like it was shit. Like in Bahrain, remember? They actually had to retire after like lap five. And Norris was dealing with the breaking with the calling issue and he got he, he had to box like five times he got lapsed by most of the grid because how many times he had to box so um yeah that's why that's why that improvement is that big i don't think it's really like on improvement on i don't think it's still better than a lot of people because that's what i'm saying because if they're if they're comparing it to bahrain last year then that makes sense because for bahrain last year to bahrain this year they're definitely they're miles better but like are they better from when the end of the season to now? I don't think they've done much better to where the end of the season from last year to where they are now. I think they're slightly improved. Well, not like it wasn't, it was, I don't think it's like a second over. That's my, from what I've seen anyway. Yeah. Um, other than that, it's pretty much straightforward though. What do you think is that's going to happen tomorrow for tomorrow's race before we wrap up? Um, I think. I feel I feel the clock will win, you know. I feel the clock will win. Ooh. I feel the clock will win. I think I think uh, Max is gonna struggle with the car. Um, I th- um, 
I think Russell will probably lose out at the podium. I have a feeling he'll lose out. Um, because remember he's um remember he, his car was like basically based on qualifying pace. We don't know how much race pace actually is. We know Lewis's race pace is quote unquote good. That's what he says, but we don't know how good um George's race pace is. Maybe his qualifying pace is just extremely good. His race pace is not actually not as good as before. So I th- I think Charles will win. I do think Charles will win tomorrow. I think Max second and third place can be literally could be open to anybody. Bahrain, anything happens. Like people, people break, people retire, people like you know what I mean. People retire, people break down, people crash. Like some cars might just some cars might start to just blow up. Like Red Bull twenty twenty two, where literally both cars just blew up out of nowhere. Like anything, anything can happen. So yeah, you need fucking all for our podium tomorrow. Well, we Lewis. <laughs> I can't uh, lie. I can see us. I can see. I can see us overtake um, a stop. And I don't think we. Ha- I think we've improved in terms of the race pace still. I think but, you know. You def- like your tire deck is definitely better this year. Hundred percent. I think. I think it's because tire choices as well. I think they go, they go, they're gonna go for C one, C two, C two. Unless, yeah. unless Ferrari do Ferrari and fuck up the strategy, I should think Ferrari would win. Because you, I feel like your car is more. Of a drivable car right now, than Verstappen is with that Red Bull because Verstappen is really struggling with the Red Bull because mm-hmm. he, didn't, he didn't top any session and then he and he went on pole just from gain a toe. So and he literally got a toe. And, and like, last year, Red Bull didn't even need a toe in a straight line, like they're quicker than cars that got toes in a straight line, but now they're not that like, quick in a straight line. So, like, I do think, I do think you man, I do think, I do think Ferrari are going to win, they're going to win tomorrow. I feel like is gonna win, but if it was, doesn't mean he's gonna win the championship, probably not. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see in it. But guys, um, it's been a wonderful episode um, of the first new new season of the the Great Three guys, and the race will start at three p.m. UK time. So if you will tune, I think Victor's gonna be doing some watch along, and yeah, probably. I won't be here. I won't be here, guys. So Victor will be joining you guys still. Um, it's unfortunate that tomorrow will be 3 p.m. race time, you know, because um, I'll be at the game actually. Maybe <laughs> but, at Chelsea, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep an eye out as well during half time. So, so we'll see, we'll see by tomorrow, guys. But I'm looking forward to this a new season and uh, with new unknown quantity as well. And yeah, guys, first and f- um, thank you for joining us, by the way, Victor, as well, everyone in the chat, um, Abdi, um, and as well that. Yeah, hopefully this season will not be as boring as last season. Like there will be some, you know, I hope I want to see some competitive aspect of the race. And uh, I want to see some closest races as well. And and don't forget, um, um safety is the most priority thing as well over here. So yeah, guys. So we'll we will catch you guys up tomorrow for the watch along. And thank you for just tuning in. And this has been us been the F1 Greet 3 podcast. First race of the season, live on Sakam City Twitch. Thank you very much for joining in.